The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Well, Michael is now head of the family, and if he gives his permission, then do you have my blessing? Carlo, you grew up in Nevada. When we make our move there, you're going to be my right-hand man. Tom Hagen's no longer conciliating. He's going to be our lawyer in Vegas. That's no reflection on Tom, but that's the way I want it. Besides, if I ever need help, who's a better conciliator than my father? Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pod of thunder and rock and roll, and here we go. Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea set sail on Saturday. This Saturday, it's been a long time coming, but it's here at last. So just to make sure everyone's ready for the greatest vacation of their lives, for the 2,000 people that are going to be on board, Jack Slade back on Talk is Jericho to help me tell the story of how this history-making event came to be, how it almost didn't come to be, as a matter of fact. Lots of stuff happening. We actually even lost our ship at one point, just one of the stories you're going to hear. I talked to Paul Stanley for advice throughout the cruise process. Three years in the making, by the way, like I said. Another story you're about to hear. I'll tell you exactly how I was able to get the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, the whole Sea of Honor tournament to participate in the cruise, and what led to Impact Wrestling joining us. We're going to talk about that. And wait till you hear what it took to get a wrestling ring installed on the ship. It involved a team of engineers. So many great stories about this cruise coming up. Who was booked from the start? Who dropped out? Who uh, was added in last minute? Who wanted to be there no matter what? So many stories to talk about. Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager behind the scenes. Get it? And there's so many great ways to listen to Talk is Jericho. Apple Podcasts, of course. Google, Amazon, Spark Speakers, and you can now even find us on Spotify as well. So go ahead and subscribe if you don't already, and please leave us a rating and review, and please get ready. Buckle up. Put on your life jackets. Let's get to it. Jack Slade is back to help me tell the story. Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Razor behind the scenes. Ahoy! Let's do it. So we just... Uh, sitting down to do this podcast today and um the uh, uh the chair jack was sitting in was not very comfortable and there's a big kind of a lounge chair and i said was it bolted to the ground and you said no it was just heavy and what happened did you just stand up and move it with one finger <laughs> effectively <laughs> <laughs> it's 
exactly what happened, but at least now you're in a, a nice chair. It's a very nice chair. You're feeling I good. Feel, I almost feel like that you should deserve this chair. Well, I'm a little. Bit, I'm higher up uh, here. Ah, yes. It's just like higher up in the building as I look up the, the uh, Chris Jericho Cruz lineup, and we're going to talk about that today. I thought it'd be very interesting to do a whole uh, a podcast about kind of how this whole cruise thing came together. Yeah. And Jack, uh, I didn't. I could. I could have done it myself. You could have. But it's always good to have uh, have you involved. Thank you. As my podcast co-host, uh, compare. Yes. Sidekick, if you will. I will take it. What do they say in The Godfather? The cogless cogliniceri or something like that. Uh, I don't is, know. I don't know. I don't I've know. never seen The Godfather. I haven't either, actually. So <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why you're asking. If anyone there's ever seen The Godfather, what do they call? Uh, what is James Caan in The Godfather? He's something. He, He's like. Is the, he the Godfather? No, he's not the Godfather. Ah, I can tell you've never seen the Godfather. No. <laughs> you know who the Godfather is? Marlon Brando. Oh, of course, yes. His most famous role. No, I know that. Yeah, but the, there's a guy who's like his right hand man, his co-captain, so to speak, and I can't remember what that is. So please send us your uh, opinions on who the guy's name is, uh, his official title. So here we are. Uh, this we're going to sail uh, this weekend. It's coming up very quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Basically, if this airs, when I think it's going to air either tomorrow or this Saturday, one of the two, because um, we're taping this a few few weeks beforehand, and I can't believe that we're actually sailing because, dude, it's been three years of putting this together, Jack. That's been pretty hectic for you. Yeah, pretty hectic three years. Um, yeah. And you might ask me how. Did this come into your mind? I might, and I will. How oh. did it come into your mind? So oh. it's something which I've been wanting to ask you for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, uh, so we did the Kiss Cruise hmm. in 2015. Fozzie played it. And it was such a great time, uh, not just uh, you know from a musician standpoint. You play your gig. You have three shows and a signing. You play your gig, and then you go, um, you know, you wake up in your cabin. Your show's at 4, p- 4 p.m. You walk downstairs. You go play your show. You finish up, you come upstairs, you take a shower, and you go hit the casino. Or oh, okay. Or go to the bar, whatever it is. And, and that's it. So I've, never done a, I've not done a cruise before, so that's... that's so as, know, a, as, that's a musician, cool. as an artist, that's you're, you're there. You don't yeah. have to travel. That's great. You don't have to get in the bus. And we just hung out the whole time and just had some drinks and had some fun. And then uh, from a fan standpoint, you know, being a huge Kiss fan, it's nonstop Kiss. All music in the... The hallways is Kiss coming through the speakers. It's Kiss, 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 right? So I was thinking the moment that the boat docked um, in Miami after the cruise was done, I called Mark Willis, who's Mm. Fozzie's manager, one of my partners, and said, you know, I want to do my own cruise. Uh, I want to do a Chris Jericho cruise that's based around uh, music and wrestling. See, I remember actually... It must have been around the, the, the Kiss Cruise time, and it obviously must have been after. I remember you tweeting, and you put up a poll. I vividly remember this, and you said, you know, how would you guys feel if I... Uh, I don't know whether you said if I were to, or if there was to be a cruise centered okay. around music and, and wrestling. wrestling. Right, and that might have been something that, that the uh, promotion company asked me to do, the cruise company, yeah, or maybe. maybe I just did it on my own. I probably did it on my own, just to see. Maybe it was. I mean, it, I... It was a long time ago, but I remember you doing it vividly. Because that. so, so the 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 company that's so it's, I'm like the I guess you'd say kind of a promoter, but the company that that basically runs the cruise is called mm. Sixth Man S I Six S I X T H. There you go, Sixth Man, Thwith 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 Thwith
So they're the ones that do the Kiss Cruise. They do uh, Kid Rock, Walking Dead, um, you know, Leonard Skinner and, and all these cruises, these themes. There's a Walking cruises. Dead cruise? There's a Walking Dead cruise, yeah. Really? Would you like to go on it? I mean, I wouldn't mind. Okay, it'd be yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, right? I, I guess. You know, if you're into The Walking Dead. Yeah. If not, you might be a little, you know, not interested in it. Well, especially if you didn't know what you were getting right, into. Right, right. But... Yeah, exactly. But you do know what you're getting into because it's The Walking Dead cruise. Yeah. So they do a lot of this sort of stuff. So they're the, the company that we went to first because coincidentally, Mark Willis had a relationship with the head of Six Man because they're based in Atlanta. Oh, perfect. Okay. So we basically started early on with pitching this idea. And once again, this is now it's a thing. It was this was not a thing. It had never been done before. Uh, going to my law office, something's never been done before. It's crazy, something really wacky that we hadn't even seen ever before. So um, that's who we started pitching it to. And Mark really got a couple meetings, and you know, we started working out the details of what exactly would this be. Hmm. And my thought process was, I want it to be an extension of Talk Is Jericho, like Talk Is Jericho at Sea, which. Basically, everybody who's listening knows that my podcast is very diverse. Hmm. There's wrestling, there's music, there's comedy, there's paranormal, there's, you know, everything in between. Uh, and I wanted it to be like that. I suppose anything that you find personally interesting. Exactly. If, yeah. I, if I am interested in it, then, then, it's, then most of my fan base is interested in it as well. Because I didn't want it to be just a wrestling cruise. And I didn't want it to be another version of Ship Rock because the thing I noticed with the Kiss Cruise that's very beneficial to me was that Kiss doesn't have 50 bands. It's Kiss, and I think that cruise was Steel Panther, Lita Ford, Fozzy, and maybe uh, Dead Daisies and like a couple cover bands. Mm -hmm. So there's only six or seven bands. So that's what I wanted to keep that template and then do wrestling as well. And I'd done some wrestling, uh, wrestling cruise in the 90s. It was called the Bruise Cruise which was WCW, okay. and then WWE had one too, the Wrestle Vessel. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But the Bruise Cruise, there was no wrestling on it. It was just wrestlers doing like, you know, just trivia games and panels and all that sort of shit, but no wrestling on it. Wow. And I wanted to actually do wrestling at sea because when I saw like Kiss, like the Kiss stage is massive. Yeah. And I just thought we could do this with wrestling. Like you just kind of incorporate the two. So that's kind of where it all started out with. And then as we started kind of getting into a little bit more, because they were interested, because they're looking, Six Man is looking, Thick Man is looking for uh, new franchises because, you know, they're a hard sell, a cruise, like a themed cruise. Well, I mean, a lot goes into it. So, yeah, it's going to be hard if right. you got a new idea anyway, well, you know. And like Kiss, you know, they just announced the end of the road tour. We don't know how much longer Kiss is going to do these cruises. Right. Walking Dead could get canceled, you know, next week. It's not going to, but eventually it will. Yeah. So what do we do to continue the ball rolling and new ideas? So I think they liked the concept of it, but didn't really know. Like, these people know nothing about wrestling. So I had to explain to them, hmm. you know, about the wrestling culture, which I told them is a lot like Star Wars and Kiss. People are very loyal, but they hate everything, but they'll go to the end of the earth to make... That's fair enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So then as we started kind of getting into a little bit more, I started thinking, well, how, what kind of like, what am I going to put together on this cruise wrestling wise? Like, I'm not a booker. Like, I, I can't sign somebody to the cruise because they might get hurt or they might go to the WWE. So I need to get a specific company, you know, mm. there's a company involved because that way just the name value of the company alone not even mattering who's involved individually 
the name should be enough. It's like a branding. A branding, thing. right. Yeah. So my top three, because we, we, then we started doing surveys. If we did a wrestling cruise, who would you want to see? And like they're very yep. much into surveys and all that sort of stuff. Yep, yep. And the three that I gave them was NXT, Ring of Honor, and Lucha Underground. And they might have even put Pro Wrestling Gorilla on there as well. Or PWG. I think, uh, yeah, I think I seem to remember that being on there. And I'm like, PWG is not really a thing. They don't have their own guys signed to it. Sure. But it's an option. It's it's also got a cult enough following that it would be enough right. of a brand name. And my thing was, you know, these these fans are like, and you got to keep on, this is before All In. This right. is before Madison Square Garden sells out with New Japan and Ring of Honor. This is before Alpha vs. Omega at the Tokyo Dome. That's so it, yeah. I'm really kind of pitching something that a lot of people don't know about. There's this Ring of Honor, the really devoted fans. And so, uh, and that's like NXT is the WWE. Of course, they all wanted to be like, can we get WWE? I'm like, well, no, you can't get WWE. Because if WWE is going to do a, a cruise, they're not going to do it with me. They're going to do it themselves. Or oh, with Lex Luger and Yokozuna or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking it was on a battleship. Oh, yeah, that was it. Wrong one. So... I took it to NXT. I went and had a meeting with Hunter in Philadelphia. Ah. Remember, I called him and said, can we have a meeting this week? And, and I just explained to him, here's my idea. I want to do a rock and wrestling cruise. And just like I said, I, I can't book individual guys. Because as, as a segue, one of the things I was thinking, like, well, I need a main event. What am I going to do? And I thought maybe Chris Jericho versus Rey Mysterio. Sure. That would be a great main event for this cruise. Yeah. But, like, do we do one match or three matches? And I just, it got too far into my head. So I said, I need to get the company. So I talked to Triple H. NXT, and he was you know he was kind of into it, fairly cool about it, and uh, hooked me up with his assistant and kind of a bunch of other people, right? And I think he he told me that Vince isn't really into doing a cruise; he doesn't like them. Sure. But I said, well, the NXT is a different ball of wax. And I said it might be something kind of cool for your guys, give them a little vacation. It was I I didn't think they were going to go for it, but doing the due diligence that I should be doing because I was working for WWE at the of time. Of course, yeah. And knowing that they could probably shut this down if they want to somehow. So it took them, I think, a month and a half to get back to me. And there was like a meeting. They got moved and got moved and got moved. And meanwhile, Six Man was now into this concept of at least doing some surveys to see if they wanted to get involved. So they could tell there was at least a reaction to... Is there some interest in this? Yes. Right. So... After about six weeks, I remember I was in L.A. at uh, at a hotel down in uh, in Burbank, right off of Pass Avenue. I can't remember what it's called. It's a, it begins with an A. You'll know it if you see it. And um, I got on the conference call, me, Willis, and three people from NXT. And they went through this spiel. The call was 42 minutes long. And at the 39-minute mark, they said, you know, so basically we're going to pass. <laughs> and I was like, like. Why did you take 39, 40 minutes? You should have just called. And after two minutes, say you're going to pass. I know you're going to pass. Right. I know you are. And they're like, you know, Vince doesn't like cruises. And I found out that he didn't like cruises because he read somewhere uh, that one cruise, people got food poisoning on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That did happen. And he was convinced that every cruise, people get food poisoning. Oh, Okay. And I was like, uh, like, like, are you scared that we're going to hit an iceberg too on the way to Mexico, <laughs> Vince? He just doesn't get it, doesn't want to do it. And once again, if he's going to do a cruise, it's not going to be with me. No. So he, they passed after 40 minutes. And I'm like, thank goodness. I called uh, Chris Daniels. Right. Can you give me the number of whoever's in charge of 
uh, Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. He gave me Hunter Johnson's number, who's the booker. Mm-hmm. I called Hunter, told him what I was thinking. He put me on the line with Greg Gilliland, who's like the business manager. And I think later on that day, in about two hours, they agreed they wanted to do it that quickly. It kind of shows when someone actually really wants to do something. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, now I have a concept. I have the company. And I just need a band. Who am I going to get to be on this cruise? In the meantime, Sixth Man... Uh, sent out a survey and they said I said what do you need like what's a good response to this survey and they said well in in like like in 10 days we want to have 5,000 people I said I'll get you 10,000 and that's when we started the hard sell like click here to sign up for information or if you want information about the cruise yeah right so um did they doubt? Sorry, to, and did they doubt that you could get ten thousand at all? Or? I, yes, I think I don't think like they really. Like I said they don't know anything about wrestling. Sure, and they don't know anything about me and my promotional tools and my fan base and yeah. all that sort of thing, right? So um, we start putting the survey out there, and I'm getting updates. You know, three thousand now. It's up to five thousand. You know, and as a matter of fact, the final day was when you and I went and see ACDC at, at Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah, okay. Remember, if you remember earlier that day, I had a. I, you might not remember because I don't remember where you were. But I met you downstairs in the bar. Yes, because I was upstairs having this this oh, conference okay. call. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Six man. Yeah, and it's like you know we got we got nine thousand you know eight hundred and fifty two or whatever. We didn't get ten thousand, but we got double of what they expected it was going to be. Okay, so um, which they're very excited about. Yeah, and then they start getting all the information back and this that and the other thing. Billy's here. Don't forget. He's in the shower though. Yeah. Oh, someone knocking on the door. Yeah. Oh, so, maybe so we should it? go uh, answer it. Okay. Yeah. Interlude. Interlude. Just I thought no one knocked on the door. I think Billy dropped something in the bathroom or something like that that made you think there was somebody at the door. Do you think it was a hint? What? That he dropped something? Oh, he dropped the soap, maybe? Get your mind out of the shower. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um so 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 yeah, so that was kind of um the, the survey was out and the, the, the response was in. Um, so they're now getting a little bit more excited about this. Then I'm thinking, well, who can I get to headline this cruise? And I was thinking like, I thought Alice Cooper. Hmm. Now I said to Shep Gordon, like, I've got this cruise. What does Alice make for cruises? And he's like, well, he makes like, you know, 300 grand. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, um, maybe not. Really not. Because the secret is like, I have to pay for the budget of the talent. Six man pays all expenses of the boat, but the talent is paid for Which by is Jericho. Probably a lot of people don't realize. They don't realize. That's my investment. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking at like Papa Roach wanted a ridiculous amount of money. And uh, and don't quote me on the Alice Cooper. He might make a million, but it was some kind of ridiculous fee that I couldn't even think about affording. Because sure. I thought Chris Jericho presents the, you know, the Jericho cruise with Ring of Honor and Alice Cooper. That's a sellout right off the bat. Yeah. Obviously, because you think it's going to be so easy, right? And then Papa Roach, ridiculous amount of money, Alter Bridge, Stone Sour, like all these bands, Shine Down, they want so much money. So I called Paul Stanley and I asked him his advice because obviously Paul and Gene have done a lot of cruises. And not many other people could do that in your position. Right. And this is not name dropping because there's a point to it. Sure. And I asked Paul, like, what should I do? And he said, he said, we base our cruise around Kiss. And even more so than ever. So this new cruise, we got a Beatles tribute band, we got a Zeppelin tribute band. It doesn't matter who else we bring on board. It's Kiss's cruise, and that's it. Now this cruise, they're bringing Ace Frehley and, and Bob Kulik and Bruce Kulik. That's the Kiss universe. Yes, that's going to make more excitement. But if it's just Kiss 
and like you know Jack Slade and the Chunky Bits, you know they're still gonna sell out. Well, now you've revealed the money project. It's meant to be a secret. There was a band in Winnipeg called Joe Puke and the Chunky Bits. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I used it. Are they coming to the show? Mm. Oh. They were around in the early 80s. I'm, I'm, I think Joe Puke might not be with us anymore. Uh, I think one or two of the Chunky Bits are still alive. Great. Yeah. And if out. Joe Puke's still alive, uh, more power to you. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw any bad mojo on you. It'd be great to meet him. Yeah, one of these days. So I just like, you know what? I, I called Willis. I said, we're going to pull a Rod Smallwood uh, with Iron Maiden. And what that meant by that is in 1983... They're going on tour for peace of mind. And Smallwood booked arenas and they said, You'll never fill arenas with Iron Maiden. They're not big enough. He said, Well, we're going to give it a try. We're not playing clubs anymore. Or theaters are playing arenas. And they booked arenas. And lo and behold, they sold a shitload of tickets and became Iron Maiden. Sure. Legit arena headliner. And I was like, I'm going to put all the eggs in the Fozzie basket because I'm not going to rip myself off. I'm not going to no show myself. And I'm not going to, you know, I thought I almost fell backwards through the I was window. Gonna, uh, yeah. You almost lost me. I will. Yeah. No. If I if, if I do fall backwards through the window, Jack, finish the podcast. Oh, okay. You know we'll what do. to do. Yeah. I know same what to thing do. with you. If you fall forward somehow, if a wind blows really hard, I'm quite light. drift out the window. Yeah, exactly. You'll land like a leaf. And I'll be back up in a few minutes. Like Forrest Gump. To finish the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's was the thing where it was like, uh, okay, I'll put all the eggs in, in the basket, in, 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 in the Jericho basket, Fozzie basket. And that's what I did. So, um, and Six Man was like, well, okay, are you sure? And I was like, yes, I'm sure. My fan base will probably much rather see Fozzie than, you know, Papa Roach anyways. And so that's what we went into with Chris Jericho's wrestling cruise with Ring of Honor and Fozzie headlining. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it really does make sense. And why not? Right. And so that's the way we should try and do it. So Six Man finally agrees that we're going to give it a try. But the How problem, far into this is this now? Gosh, we're probably about a year into it now. So, okay. So, so September of October of 2015 is when we did the Kiss Cruise. So right. we're dealing from that time frame. So maybe this is now, I don't know, May of 2015, okay. something along those lines. And the idea was to go on sale in, I think, October and do the cruise in March of this year, March of 18. Okay. We're now September of 18. So they now have to figure out how does this ring go on the boat? Actually, yeah, that's quite a logistical nightmare. Yeah. How can we secure it to the deck? Yeah. And I was like, well, like, what do you mean? Was well, is it too heavy? Is it going to slide over the edge? I'm like, you had Kiss's stage on the deck. Like, how can the ring be any more heavy than a Kiss stage? But it didn't matter. So they actually had to get a team of engineers that I think I had to pay for. I can't even remember at this point. A team which could be two, I don't know. Well, yeah. Of engineers going on board the ship to see if they could secure it and sequester it and all this other so stuff. So they built a ring? Well, they I guess they just had a ring or maybe they built a ring. I don't maybe. know. Okay. You know, one thing that Hunter said was, was when they, they uh, passed, he said, if there's anything I can do to help, if you need me to ship a ring to the boat, like whatever I can do to help. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that was okay. very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah. were very cool about it. But then obviously Ring of Honor, part of the deal is they have the ring, they yes. get the referees. Another reason I wanted a company. You guys bring everything. Your ring music, the whole spiel. Yeah. So I, I don't know maybe if they had a ring shipped down there or if they had one in New Orleans because at the time it was going to leave from New Orleans and I think go to Jamaica. Oh, okay. Okay. So they came back and said that, all right, you know, the, the, the ship can hold the ring. We're ready to go. It's, 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 it's ready to rock, you know. So we're super excited. 
we've got the boat. The ring is great. So then I start looking for talent, right? And we'll go through the talent roster in division. I'll tell you kind of the, the stories about that. Sure. So we're supposed to go on sale. I want to say, like I said, that we were supposed to go on sale uh, for the March 18, which tells me I think we're supposed to go on sale, let's say, May of 17. So almost a year yeah. to, to go. Yeah. Yeah. And literally four days before we go on sale, I get a phone call. Got some bad news. What? We lost our boat. What do you mean? This is from Six Man. What do you mean we lost our boat? We lost our boat. I, I don't understand. Like, well, like you can't find it. You need a triangle. Or, yeah, you need a triangle. Like know. somebody, you can't find the parking space or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what had happened was, and, and this is not what they told me, but what I surmise is that a corporate, a large corporation, in sure. my mind, let's say McDonald's, yep. approached Norwegian Cruise Line. Who's So Norwegian Cruise Line is the ship that we're on. We're on the Norwegian, I think it was the Norwegian Pearl. Right. Six man's the promoter, Jericho's the talent. So six man's boss is basically Norwegian. Yeah. And Norwegian came in and said, you know, that boat that you're going to take for this little wrestling cruise thing, it's not available anymore. What do you mean? And what they basically told me is that it seems like maybe a McDonald's or a Walgreens or whatever came in and said, we're doing a cruise. We need a ship to Norwegian. Norwegian said, we don't have any available. Find one. We'll pay you $5 million or whatever. Boom, with this little wrestling cruise thing that's hadn't even gone on sale yet. We don't know how it's gonna do. Yeah, exactly. It's still new. That's yeah. right. Take 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 the boat and and you know, tough luck to these guys. Dude, I was like this is after a year of planning and calling and getting confirmation from dozens of talent. Yep. You know, uh, like we'll go through it, like I said, and like what am I supposed to do? Like call these guys back and go, sorry, please wait. We'll find another ship. We'll find another ship. They came back about two weeks later with a smaller ship. And I'm like, I don't want a smaller ship. I want the ship that we did the Kiss Cruise on because perception is reality. Rod Smallwood, Iron Maiden. I want the biggest cruise ship because if not, it's not going to be as good and it's going to be a one-off shit. It's fair enough. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They finally came back and said, we found the Norwegian Jade, which is the sister ship to the Norwegian Pearl because we were still trying to, to go... F- in March, and I had told them stay away from WrestleMania time because WrestleMania this year was in New Orleans. Oh yeah, and said, people take trips to WrestleMania. And we're trying to ask them to double dip. It's just a bad time frame. It's, it's just also a lot of money for people. You know, it is because it's worldwide. Was, but that's when it was available. Yeah. So blessing in disguise, they came back and said you can use the Norwegian Jade, but it has to go in October of 18. And at the time, we're like, I said, May of 17. I was like, are you kidding me? I remember we were rehearsing in Canton in the church for the May Fozzie oh, tour. Oh, okay, yeah. I said, it seemed like a lifetime away. Yeah. But they're like, this is when it's available. It might actually be better because you have more time to sell. And I was like, well, at least it's away from WrestleMania. And now it's leaving out of Miami, not New Orleans. And New Orleans was a new port. Miami's a tried and true port. It's much more of a tourist area. Yep. We think this is the way to do it. And I said, well, I just have to call Ring of Honor and, and make sure they can still do it. They could. Then I have to start going through all the talents and say, then that cruise that we're supposed to do in March, now we're doing it in October. Do you, did you have any problems with that at all? I think we lost. One of the original plans was to have Drowning Pool on the ship as like a good co-headliner with Fozzie. And I think okay. we lost them. But that's about it. Pretty much everybody was into it. 
Well, there might cool. be a few, and if they if they dropped out at this point, that's such a long time ago. I don't even remember. I suppose that's uh, you know a sign that people were were genuinely into it. Well, I remember when when it was announced that Disco Inferno and Keep It One Hundred. He goes, I can't believe there's all these people on. I thought it was just going to be like a few people but all this talent and he had a great joke he's like you know we're putting this on sale in september of 17 for october of 18 he goes some people that buy cabins won't be even be alive <laughs> i was like geez i hope so that's it well yeah but you know it's a long way away but but i don't think people realized what my vision for this was mm. You know, they think, oh, rock and roll, rest and cruise. Like, you know, it's going to be a bruised cruise sort of thing. Well, that, there's no way to prove it because it hasn't been done. So, it hasn't been done. You know. and, and like my mind, mindset always was I want matches on the boat at sea. Yeah. And like, won't the boat tip and top? I, said, I played in the middle of the ocean with Fozzie in in, at 8 o'clock at night with the ocean breeze playing on Halloween. And the boat is not tipping back and forth. It's a cruise ship. It's very sturdy. If there's sure. a horrible storm, well, then the last thing we have to worry about is the wrestling matches anyways, because we're all going to f- die. But other than that, you know. Well, I mean, cheers to that. Absolutely. It's just like, yeah, hope. <laughs> Which there won't be. It's going to be amazing weather. So I've, I've checked. But the, so the point is, it's like, let's get, you know, let's get this rolling. Uh, and, but everybody was into it. And I think that they thought the concept of it was cool. Hmm. You know, because I had a lot of people basically doing me favors yeah you know um so that's kind of where it all went so we went on sale september of 2017 and here we are like i said just days away if not a day away yeah and as we're film, as we're filming this now or, or talking about this now recording it we're 95 percent sold which i think at this point in time is basically a sellout if you round it up i mean I, yeah because it's closest to 100 yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna round it up it, it's 100. well it would be yeah if yeah, you round it, it up exactly. it would be and we're not exactly mathematicians, but we know that. Absolutely not. So, oh, that was weird. What happened? I went down the wrong pipe. I took a sip and went down the wrong pipe. Well, when I laughed about the, it went up my nose. Really? We've been, we've been we weird today. Yeah, today. We, we went to uh, 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 dinner and we had some Coke. Um, no, Coca-Cola. <laughs> sorry, we drank some Coke. And we both had really, well, I had a bad headache and some nausea going on. I, when I when I got up to go to the bathroom, I felt like I was drunk. I was looking around. It was. Do you think it was the co- the Coca Cola? It's the only thing that we both had. We had I, did we have a ribeye steak together too? Yeah, but I also had the sauce, so you didn't have the sauce. I, mean, well, I don't know. I don't know, but all I know is on stage tonight. At first, I was feeling a little bit sick. Yeah, and it wasn't like being hungover because I wasn't hungover all day. And it wasn't food poisoning. It wasn't like that. It yeah, was, it was like a piercing headache and a nausea. Yeah. And then it went away during the show. I didn't quite get the headache, but I had the nausea, and I was—I uh, felt. Like and we both was... said after, well, maybe we shouldn't drink. And oh, here, <laughs> well, here yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, cheers. Yep. There you go. Lovely. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Um, so what I want to do now, Jack, is, is go through the talent roster... And I'll tell you uh, some some funny stories about that. 
if we wanna, go to that. Do you want to start at any particular point? Well, this is a scrolling thing. Are you on the scrolling, this one here? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, so Master of Ceremonies is me, Chris Jericho. So how did you uh, how did you go about booking yourself then, Chris? Well, I knew that I wouldn't screw myself. Okay. I knew I'm uh, very cheap. I don't, I'm not going to cost myself a lot of money. Fair. And uh, I'm not going to cancel or leave no. myself, uh, uh, you know, uh, screw myself in any sort of way. No, definitely. And, you know, you know you're going to be there. I know I'm going to be there. Uh, I don't know how many more times, how many different ways we can say that. but I know this. Here's, here's, here's what I'm going to be doing. And we can take a quick segue okay. to the, the conference call. You, keep, you stay on that. I'll go All to right. the conference call that, that yep. we had today where we went over my schedule. And a lot of people at this point, you guys will know the schedule. But there's so that's nothing about the Kiss Cruise. There was so much stuff on that cruise I was like, I want the same thing. Like, even when Kiss is not playing, there's so many activities and things going on. That was the thing that was amazing to me. And people are going to, oh, I just really heard my own head cold come out then. But anyway, people are really going to notice that there's, you technically right. will not have any free time. Well, you, you, I don't mean you personally. I mean, anyone that's going. They, and, that, and that's what we wanted to make sure that people would, would have that. You know, have, if you want to do stuff, there's more than enough stuff to do. Oh, big time. You know, and, and that's why, like I said, like I really wanted to, to stock it. And if you, if let's say your wife comes or your husband and they're not a wrestling fan, there's plenty of things And maybe your husband and wife comes and they're not a rock and roll fan. There's plenty of the things. Yeah. So my schedule, uh, so we kick off the show, the, the cruise with Fozzie at four fifteen on Saturday. And then seven 30, uh, talk is Jericho live with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which I've been waiting for for years. It's gonna be great. Eight forty-five. Wedding is Jericho. Oh. I'm gonna be marrying somebody, um, which is very cool. And then Sunday, October twenty-eighth, uh, all the photos with Chris Jericho, the first four hundred cabins that booked or by a certain date, uh, and I will have the list with me. Perfect. Uh, four o'clock Sunday, uh, Q and A with Chris Jericho. That's pre-sale bookings. So think of some good questions. Uh, Seven o'clock. Talk is Jericho Live with Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross. Which would be great. Should be a great one. 10 o'clock, Fozzie Show number two, which is going to be mostly covers. A fun set. Oh, uh, Phil yes. Campbell is going to be joining us. Good. Corey Taylor is going to be joining us. Amazing. Amazing. Maybe we should, maybe we should have you do something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe okay. we could have you do a maybe, song with us. I don't know. Maybe kind of something fun. that the bull one did or something. I don't know. What's that? Some, maybe something that the bull guy did. Uh, who, oh, yeah. maybe TNT. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, we could do that maybe. one. That yeah. sounds good. Um... Then Monday, it's the excursion day, so I'll be taking my family. We'll go off, uh, you know, scuba diving or, or whatever we're gonna do. You're welcome to join. Thank you. Because Jack's gonna be my my uh, my number two guy, the con the consigliere or whatever, whatever the, the Godfather guy was. I mean, no, no, the consigliere. No, uh, like yeah, sure. Maybe it's where concierge came from. Shall I shave my facial hair until I can, you know, a little muscle, little pencil, little pencil mustache? You know I mean? Yeah. I think that would help. seems like that's the godfather thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then that night, Monday, October 29th, is is uh, Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. Which is going to be big. That's going to be big. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be very big. Um, and then October 30th, uh, the next day, uh, Talk is Jericho live with the entire Bullet Club. There we go. And there's sticklers going, why? There's no Tama Tonga. I'm talking about the... Bullet Club that everyone knows, not the New Japan Bullet Club. This is the same sort of people that would that would always shout "sweet" after a two count. Though. So <laughs> yeah, this is Kenny, Cody, Marty, the Bucks, and Adam Page. Uh, Three fifteen, Words of Jericho, one man show, which is a great one. show. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be an abbreviated one. I've only got forty five minutes, but at that point in time, I'll be so so wound up and just just What's what I'm looking for. So uh, uh, riled, riled, uh, uh, so frazzled. 
Frazzled. Yeah, yeah okay. That's a good one. Okay. You know, there's some um, uh, some uh, potato snacks in uh, the UK called Frazzles. Is there? They look like bacon, and they're bacon-flavored. They're great. I'll bring some. Please. Yeah. I can eat some Frazzles if I'm feeling extra Frazzled. There you go. Uh, and then 5.30, Talk is Jericho Live, Remembering Eddie Guerrero with Conan and Rey Mysterio. It's going to be amazing. Who is going to be on the cruise. Yes. He is re-signed with WWE, but one of the caveats was... This is a carved out date, which I'm sure Vince is going to be thrilled about. Oh, so happy. Um, and if they kind of pull some kind of a sworn hoggle thing on me, um, I'll find somebody else. I mean, everyone knows Eddie. Everyone loves Eddie. But I want Mysterio to be there. Be he's going to be there. He's going. Yeah. He's going to be on the People show. People have been wondering. and Yeah, he's going to be there. And know. then 930 to 1045, Fozzie, show number three. Uh, so that's all the things that I'm doing. And also ringside seats with Chris Jericho. For one Sea of Honor tournament match, that's something that we had. Uh, that's going to be for the final uh, match on Tuesday, which is the main event, the second main event besides Alpha Club Bullet Club. That's going to be the 10-man Elimination War Impact versus Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Johnny Peck's team versus Bullet Club. Johnny Peck's? Johnny Peck's, yeah. He's is that a fun, just... fine gentleman, yeah. Johnny Peck's. <laughs> Johnny Impact. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Johnny Impact. Oh, you said it very quickly. It sounded like Johnny well, Peck's. I was, I think it was is there... Like, um... Is there a trophy at stake for 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 this or a belt? Yeah, uh, according to Ring of Honor, the Sea of Honor, the winner of the Sea of Honor tournament gets a championship match. Oh, for the Ring of Honor World Title. And and is that so? That match is happening off the cruise. No, the, on the cruise. That is happening on the, the cruise. The, the championship match is happening off the cruise. Right. I, no, that's the, what, the, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So the okay. final match will be for the winner of the Sea of Honor tournament. So it's an integral. Uh, point it of, is yeah. yeah and there might be like some kind of a trophy or belt or something but the winner gets a title shot and that's something we, that, that Hunter uh, from Ring of Honor and myself discussed early on and they've been great by the way like very accommodating great and we'll get into this like when they started telling me who they were sending I couldn't believe how many they're sending like freaking 25 people on yeah. this cruise yeah, I did cool. not expect that but it just added to the enormity of it all for sure Everybody wanted to do it. It's not like a scaled down house show version or whatever. No, it's you know, like it's... this is like a lot of people. Like I'm not saying it is. A lot of people saying this is more exciting and more more stock than WrestleMania. Sure. More, more uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a jam packed show than WrestleMania. Yeah. More loaded. Because at least you get on WrestleMania, you still get some filler matches. You know, so you still get some what? Filler. It's the cold filler oh, matches. They said filibusters. Filibusters. Which filler... I thought might be a good like a word for like a great match or something. Sure. Like a barn burner. Well. That's a new thing. This match is going to be a filibuster. It's going to be a filibuster. Don't say barn burner anymore. Say filibuster. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my schedule, and there's so much more stuff going on. But let's go through Master Ceremonies, Chris Jericho. That's me. Yes. I continue on, Jack. So the hosts of the cruise, you have uh, uh, two fine gentlemen known as uh, Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler. Yes. So Jim was one of the first guys that I called and uh, in the original uh, incarnation back when it was supposed to be in uh, March of 2018. Okay. And Jim was a guy that I really wanted on the cruise. It was hard to get a commitment from him. It was before his wife, Jan, passed away, so he was super excited to go with her. Yeah. Uh, and then when she passed away, I was like, you don't have to go on the cruise. Like, no, I want to go. I want to be there. Cool. So he was always the host. And then once we went on sale, and see, what happened is once it went on sale and became a thing, I got calls, as you can imagine, from everybody. Yeah. Bands, unsigned bands, low-level wrestlers, indie wrestlers, Hall of Famers, everybody came out of the woodwork. And all I said was the same thing. It also gave me a real good, uh, not excuse, but but truth, Ring of Honor's handling all of the wrestling. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. One of the guys that come with it was Jerry Lawler. I've never been on a cruise before. I'd really like to go. We worked out a deal where, 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 like, all these guys did me a big favor. But also, too, at the very least, that's another thing about the Kiss thing. It's a 
it's a vacation. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a paid vacation. Yeah. Whether you're making one dollar or one million, it's a paid vacation. Yeah. So I told Jerry, I'll get you a nice cabin. You'll be all set. So so I said to Jim, do you mind if Jerry becomes your co-host? And Jim goes, you're the walker. Whatever you want to oh, do. Fair enough. But also they have great chemistry it's, together it's, it's anyway. Perfect. Yeah. So that was a, a big name for me to get Jerry Lawler involved with Jim Ross. And then one of my ideas was I want to do a talk as Jericho with both of them. In the interim, they have started doing their own shows. They're going to do one of their own shows as well. That's cool. That's so, very cool. Um, yeah. So, and like I said, all these people aren't doing a lot. It might be one or two shows, but most of it, just hang out, man. Just enjoy yourself and have fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now we get on to, uh, we get more onto the wrestling talent now. I mean, even though Jerry and JR were, uh, you know, wrestling related, but now we're, you know, active performers, shall we right. say. So uh, the first name that comes up here is featuring Kenny Omega. Yes, I wanted, I wanted Kenny to have top billing uh, underneath, you know, the, the, like myself and whoever else there was. Because Kenny's obviously the hottest guy in the business right now. Yes. And he was not booked at first because Kenny does not have a contract with the Ring of Honor. Right. He's his own guy. And so when all these people got, you know, uh, on the cruise and announced, it was after Alpha vs. Omega at the Tokyo Dome. I just called him one day. I said, like, would you be interested in coming on the cruise? He goes, well, no one asked me. Is there room? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Wow. Um, so I told Ring of Honor I want Kenny on. And Kenny and I worked out a deal. Once again, Kenny did, did, did me a favor. But still, you know, he, he, I made sure to take care of him. Of course. And I said, all you have to do is one match. That's it. That's all I want. Yeah. Nothing else. And you're not, you know, you don't have to worry about anything else. And he was super accommodating and boom, we get Kenny Omega. Well, again, it shows that people actually want to do it when they're it like does, And the funny well. thing is like, uh, my, 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 I think for the last basically four or five months, I've been posting something every day about the cruise. Yeah. And I remember the six man people are like, we wish we had a guy like you on every cruise. Yeah. It takes them by surprise. And I got videos from everybody. I still need a video from you, Jack. Okay. And Kenny was hard to get a video from. When he finally sent it in, he was like really small. Like the camera was really far back and it's kind of out of focus. And it took about a month to get it. Once I got it, I'm like, this is Kenny. He filmed it and he said, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And this is the way it is. And they're like, can you can refilm? Like, no, you don't get Kenny Omega to refilm anything. <laughs> this is what we're using. Just deal with it. So, yeah. So, um, we might as well tell the story. Well, we'll wait till we get down down the line a little bit. We'll, I'll tell the story about Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. Okay, yep. Um, so then, yeah. So Kenny is there, and I said he, he's not in the Sea of Honor tournament. No, because he's only working one match, and I don't want him losing. I don't want anything. He's doing a match, and we'll figure out what that match is going to be at a later date. Yes, exactly. And that's why he's got separate billing there. So yeah. moving on, it goes to uh, the Sea of Honor tournament, which is presented by Ring of Honor, as uh, as we've discussed. Yes, uh, and the top name. Or the top, well, the top of the list there is Cody. That's right. Cody Rhodes, another guy who had just signed with Ring of Honor. Like, this thing came on, this has been three years, and Cody was not signed originally to Ring of Honor. Right. As soon as he signed, we asked him if he'd come on the cruise. Cody and I have a really good relationship. He was in, like, Flynn right off the start. As long as he can bring his wife, of course he can. So he was signed up right away. And once again, not knowing anything about what matches we're going to have or any of that stuff, just getting the talent involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so moving down uh, the list, the Young Bucks. Now, the Young Bucks were very important to me, once again, because of how, how popular and how big they are. Yeah. And um, they were one of the first ones that, I think they were the first act that we announced. Ring of Honor is coming on board the cruise, featuring the Young Bucks. So this was way before you even booked Kenny, right? Yes. Kenny yeah. was the last booked. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, it was it was it was it was Young Bucks were the ones right off the bat. Which, yeah, and it shows how 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 big a name they are. Well, yeah, because they're the biggest names 
in Ring of Honor. For sure. And worldwide. And I had asked them if they wanted to do it individually. Can we bring our families? Of course, of course, of course. So then, you know, uh, the, 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 the Marty was announced, Marty Skrull, Cody, Marty, Kenny, Jumbox, and Jericho. So fast forward a little bit. I needed a main event for the cruise because we had the Sea of Honor tournament, but we don't really know what the finals are going to be because it's a tournament. You sure. Know what I mean? So there's nothing to promote. There's nothing and, to promote. Yeah. And this was before Don Callis called me about Impact, which we'll get into that as well. Right. So, I, But I didn't really have anything to hang my hat on, so I need a main event. So I called the Bucks, and I was like, if it was going to be you guys and Kenny versus me and two partners, who would you like it to be? And they said, Rey Mysterio and Lance Storm. Wow. Yeah. And Lance was originally booked on the cruise due to circumstances that I don't want to get into. He's not booked on it. He also is not on Killing the Town anymore. Anyways, so I was like, well, Lance isn't going to be on the cruise anymore. And I could ask Oscar, but once again, Mysterio was doing a huge favor. He just, he likes going on vacation with his family. Sure. And so what I'm giving him probably you wouldn't even get out of bed for but he's a great guy he's a great friend of mine and he knew it would just be a, a, I, I more than put him in the best cabins and all that stuff yeah so i said well if i ask him to wrestle it's going to raise the stakes but i will but let me see what he says in the meantime nick jackson said why don't you and you team with us okay the three of us team together and then we can face kenny and cody and marty Skrull. That's like, that's great. And then I said, what if I induct you guys into the Alpha Club Perfect. and we make it Alpha Club versus Bullet Club, which from the Vince McMahon School, you need your tagline. Yes. One and only Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. Yeah. Done deal. It's perfect. And we all happened to be in uh, Japan at the same time uh, in Osaka earlier this summer. We filmed all the videos for being the elite on how which we- Which were great, by the way. Uh, thank you. How we became- And then I was like, what what name do you like better? I said, I, I said I, I, the Bucks of Jericho. And then they came back with Y2 Jackson. I was like, what if we just call it both? And that's how we're going to be announced. It's the Bucks of Jericho, or is it Y2 Jackson? So that's actually... That's the team name. That's incredible. That's the actual team name, yeah. So that's where it all came from, to have those guys involved. Uh, and, and then once again, with Kenny, he needs one match, and they didn't really have any ideas of a six-man. I called Kenny. I was like, dude, do you like this idea? And Kenny's super laid back, super cool. He knows all of us. Even though storyline-wise, it's a little weird... At the time, but now Kenny and Cody are friends again, and the Young Bucks—it's like it's international waters, and they're yes. in the Alpha Club, and we can do whatever we want. Exactly. Yeah. And there's your main event to the point where there's so much uh, response to this, so much of a buzz about it that at first my plan was not to stream any of this, and now if things go the way we're going, it doesn't matter because it's the day before we leave anyways. It will be streamed. Great. So it's a big thing because everyone wanted to see this Alpha club versus bullet club and all that sort of things my idea was kiss doesn't stream but kiss also sells out very quickly and once we started getting closer to the sellout well, i said well maybe we can stream it yeah and and do something so uh, you touched on the international waters thing just to, to, to so would this mean that the matches don't have rules or is it still gen it's still standard well i guess it depends on what the standard rules are in international waters ah yes so we might have to go to uh former WWE president jack, jack tunney to find out what he has to say. I'm not <laughs> That was incredible. <laughs> that was not planned, ladies and gents, by the way. It just shows what kind of a fan uh, Jack is. So, um, uh, Sam is here. Say hi, Sam. Hello, everybody. Sam's a big, sexy guy. He's going to be on board the ship, too, by the way. Absolutely. He's dropping trowel right now. Whoa. Um, yes. So, we, and, so that's kind of was the whole concept behind that of, uh, uh, of the Alpha Club and Bullet Club. And then, like I said, 
the original thing, and I'll kind of take over here. Dalton Castle was originally booked. The Briscoes were originally booked. Obviously, Brandy and Mandy Leon and Adam Page. But then he only had booked like 10 guys. Right. And then one day he sends me the full list, and it's Jay Lethal. And Chris, well, Chris Daniels and Kazarian were on originally, but Flip Gordon, Kenny King, Silas Young, Beer City Bruiser, Delirious, Cheeseburger, BJ Whitmer, Rhett Titus, Will Ferrara. Yeah, I didn't even know some of these guys. I'm like, I was like, how many people are you booking on this thing? But there are also guys, even if you didn't know of them, there are also guys that have uh, a name to them. But that's what I mean. Yeah. I, I like Beer City Bruiser did this podcast. I got to know who he was. Right. And I was just so impressed because Ring of Honor, I paid them a flat fee for everything. All talent. Well, that's even more amazing. All ring, yeah. all everything. And you could have sent 10 people, but they sent so many people. I have to think it's a little bit of a reward for being on the roster. You yes. Know? And then, you know, like I said, Brandy uh, Rhodes, Mandy Leon, uh, Kelly Klein. And it was originally supposed to be Deanna Parazzo. Oh, yes. But she got signed to WWE, so That's we, had, right. we had to lose her. Okay. Yeah, so we got Sumi Sakai instead. So Which is still great. It's still great, yeah. So, But I was just really impressed with all of those people that they sent that were, were involved. Um, well, it also is a bit, sorry, it's, it's also a bit like, as you say, you know, comparable to Mania, everyone wants to get booked on Mania. Right. And it seems like everyone wants to get booked on this. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. the Sea of Honor tournament, which, which, which we had, and... Um, you know, like like I said, I mean, we can even quickly you stay there. Uh, okay. We'll go to the the uh, Sea of Honor tournament, and we'll go through the matches just so you guys know, because I'm sure a lot of you are listening to this uh, as you're waiting uh, to get on board the ship. Yeah. Um, which is why we're doing this, uh, so you have something to 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 get more familiarized, kind of an audio version, like when you go to Graceland. And you put on the little headphones and they tell you about Elvis's life as you walk through. So as you guys are waiting to get on board, listen to this. Bracket A, Sea of Honor Tournament. Here Jay Lethal versus BJ Whitmer. Great. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus Delirious. Okay. Marty Skrull versus Rhett Titus. Uh, Marty's actually working in all of He's in the Bullet Club, Alpha Club match. He's in this. He's doing the Slaughter on the Water versus Sammy Callahan. Oh, yeah. The uh, No Rules Deck match, which we'll get into. Okay. Um... Silas Young versus Flip Gordon. Then bracket B, Mark Briscoe versus Will Ferrara. Adam Page versus Frankie Kazarian. Cheeseburger versus the Beer City Bruiser. Jay Briscoe versus Kenny King. Okay. Those are the uh, the, 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 the Sea of Honor uh, opening round. And then there's also a three other matches that have been announced. Of Kenny, It's a four corners survival match. Kenny King versus Frankie Kazarian versus Dalton Castle versus Jay Lethal. Wow. Yeah, and then we also have a Four Corners tag team uh, battle. The Dogs, uh, which is Silas Young and uh, 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 Will Ferrara. No, Will Ferrara and uh, 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 Rhett Titus, sorry. Uh, then we Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser versus Lethal and Cheeseburger versus The Addiction. Are there so, there's, they're so, SCU now, I believe. See, these are not throwaway matches. These uh, are all huge I, matches. Yeah. And once they, once they started giving me those matches that I can advertise, now I've got a card. Yeah. Sea of Honor Tournament plus Alpha Club versus Bullet Club plus these ones we just just talked about. And also a match uh, specifically requested by the NWA champion himself, Cody Rhodes. We can't say Rhodes, sorry, uh, but I can't. It's my podcast versus Delirious. Cody wants to work Delirious. So that's going to be a fun match, too. Yes. So now we have an actual show, which is great, which is really great to, to, to promote. Right. So then um, I get a call from uh, Don Callis. Yes. Who is 
taken over Impact Wrestling. Um, yes. I helped him get that gig with, with Scott Demore, and they've now turned around Impact. And Don was really wanting to do these interpromotional matches. And I was like, you know, I'm in business with Ring of Honor. Um, you okay? Sorry, I got something on my glasses. Okay, just went total Popeye there. Were you wearing contacts earlier today? Yes, I was. Okay, yeah. I've never seen, I haven't seen you wear contacts this whole cruise. The whole cruise? Yeah, oh, this, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you will see them on the cruise. But whole, tour. whole tour, yeah. It's not often sunny enough. Okay. I'm normally indoors. Oh, you can't see indoors with the contacts on? Uh, well, no, but it's like I can't wear sunglasses without. I haven't oh, got prescription sunglasses. Oh, it's sunglasses prescription. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're not contacts. No, 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 no. But uh, my sunglasses are not prescription. Oh. So if I have to wear sunglasses, I have to wear contacts. They're, otherwise, I can't see. Oh, and it was so bright today. Yeah, Florida. You had to wear shades. Yeah. Okay, so Don called me about doing some interpromotional matches. Great. We tried to work it out. I said, I don't know how Ring of Honor is going to act. I text once again, Hunter. They were totally for it. Very, very cool. Which leads us to the Impact versus Ring of Honor. So here we go. I mean, this, which is again a big, a big thing. When have you ever seen that? Exactly. Never. I was about to say that, and but I, I didn't want to sound like an idiot. But yeah, you haven't seen that. It's something that somebody tweeted the other day. It's like Jer- look, what, look what Jericho's done in 2018. Alpha versus Omega broke New Japan into the into the American market. Yes. To an extent, I did because the the the, the subscriptions for New Japan World went up 60 percent. Which I think was a factor in them even being able to get into Madison Square Garden. Absolutely. Because a lot of people, and people call Jericho give themselves credit. I'm not giving credit. I'm just saying a lot of people got spotlighted because of of, of people watching it for the first time. Well, I mean, I, I can say, and I know I work with you, but I can say it from a fan perspective. That's absolutely a big factor. Big deal, right? Yeah. Then uh, worked the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yep. Then did the Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. Then put together Ring of Honor versus Impact. That's a pretty good track record for 2018. Let's say so. Let's say so. And the original match that we first got was Sammy Callahan was the first guy announced, who I'm a big fan of Sammy. Yeah. I love his promos. He gets it. It's real to him. Yep. And so I said, who should we put him against? And there was a couple suggestions. And the one I liked best was Marty Skrull, because to me, he's the biggest name. And I thought that'd be a really good match between them. Yeah. And uh, they, they cut these really great promos to the point where Don Callis had come up with Slaughter on the Water. Originally, he was going to have a match against Disco Inferno, and I don't know what's going to happen between those two. Something may or may not happen. Okay. But um, I like Slaughter on the Water, and then Sammy was so violent, I called the cruise line to ask them if we could do a street fight, a.k.a. a deck fight. Yeah. The questions I got back from them were hilarious, because they don't know what a street fight okay, is. Okay, what were some of them? Do you remember? Um, I should probably look it up, but it might take me a couple seconds. Um, I, I don't want to actually get too much into it because it might make them feel stupid. But well, no, it's it's not that they, okay. they didn't know, did they? I mean, it's you know. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll get the questions. Hold on. So I got an email that said, you know, our leadership team needs more information before we can give the go ahead. Number one concern is always going to be the safety of our guests, obviously. Uh, fair and enough. Keep in mind, they don't they don't know wrestling, right? Yes. Uh, number two is ship damage. Uh, does this happen often? Is it a normal part of the show? Or is this a rarity? And sometimes people get hurt. I said, you see a street fight on almost every card. Of course. Uh, WWE, almost every house show has a street fight. It's yes. just another type of a match. Is there expectation that the crowd will be encouraged to get involved in the fight? Or are they always just spectators? Always just spectators. You yep. never involve the crowd in a fight. They don't understand that either. Assuming that chairs, tables used could be broken or being used in the fight. If yes, those pieces need to be provided by Ring of Honor so that the ship property is not damaged and this could become an obstacle in future sailings. But again, but that's also it's fair enough. Very they valid question. Know, yeah, it, they're all very fair questions. Very fair questions. And I was able to placate them in literally three minutes. And just, I, I, listen, I love you guys. And I love the questions you asked. And all of them 
are easily answered as in don't worry about it and at the same time if because fans could damage property at any point anyway just, sure. just, I think if, you know, if someone's getting powerbombed through a table, of course, yeah. it's going to be a ship table that's built like this thing, like it's five inches thick. I'm like, think about a table like that you would go to like a church bazaar, like a, like, exactly. a, like a bake sale, those little thin tables, right? Did I tell you about the time I tried to put myself through a table? No. Uh, I was on tour in the US playing with my buddies in uh, As Lions. We did that Shine Down and Five Finger Tour. Um, I drank a lot of vodka. We were leaving the arena. As you do. Yeah, uh, yeah as you do, yeah. And I, I don't know what came over me, I was walking past a production office and all of a sudden I just saw a table full of sandwiches and I f- launched myself through it. Did you go through it? No, but <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> I bounced off it and I, 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 I squashed all the sandwiches and uh, the production crew were not happy with me. <laughs> True story. It was in uh, Charleston, North or South Carolina, one of them. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. And my dad was there that night. As a proud father, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, looking on. That's my boy. So, uh, that, so that, there you go. It's Sammy Callahan versus uh, Marty Skrull. No rules deck fight match. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. Yeah, those yeah. guys are a big fan of both those guys. Absolutely. I'm actually really looking forward to wrestling with Marty. I've never locked horns with him ever. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. Never. Yeah, never, never. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then the second uh, uh, match we announced was the Young Bucks versus LAX, which, of course, Conan cut a scathing promo on him right which is great i think he said they'd be used as currency in prison and then he goes and we're as serious as a late period i'm like oh dude that's so good that's rough uh, so conan will be there uh, managing lax involved in the 10-man elimination war uh, which we'll get to brian cage came he wanted to be a part of it uh of the crews just wanted to go and great impact got involved well you already got brian cage so that's another guy and then Sammy was there as well. And then the fifth guy was uh, Johnny Impact. Oh, Johnny Pex. Johnny Pex. As, yeah, Johnny uh, yeah. Pex which is apropos because when you see this picture, Actually, his he, pecs are looking pretty damn good there. He's hot, man. He, uh, He's a good looking dude. He is a good looking dude. Yeah. He really is. God, yeah. Bugs me how hot he is. I'll have to protect my girlfriend. He looks the same. Well, your girlfriend's just rampantly be jumping on wrestlers. Well, not with me looking. Oh, okay. So but, I think um, she be with me most of the time. So you better figure something out. Yeah. You better get her a, a PA. <laughs> maybe, maybe Johnny Impact can be her PA. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my idea from the start was always to have the, 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 the Bucks in a match. And I asked the Bucks, would you like to work LAX? And another uh, uh, suggestion was Pento, Penta yeah. and uh, uh, Phoenix. Yeah, but they were not under contract impact, and they do work for them. That's right. But LAX will be great. I've really enjoyed their match that they had on that last pay per view. Uh, impact did. Was that a pour? Is that a couple drops? Well, I didn't make it strong enough. Okay, so I just oh, just adding a little bit. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then my other idea was I wanted a ten man elimination tag. Yeah. And so we knew it was me, Brian. So you had these ideas from the get go. Well, I had the idea that I wanted the Bucks versus an Impact team. Sure. Sammy automatically he was the first guy. So that was just kind of like that. I think uh, Hunter came up with Marty. You know, cool. I say Hunter, of course, the the Ring of Honor Hunter, not the WWE Hunter. Um, and then um, I wanted an elimination tag. I thought that'd be really fun and easy. Yeah. So they put together these five guys, and then Ring of Honor was like, "Who can you get?" And once again, they said, "Well, the biggest guys we have are the Bullet Club." Perfect. Asked them if it was cool, and that's kind of who we had. All those guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, so going back to when you were putting these together, were you always going to be uh, uh, not wrestling? Was yes. There, yes. Great question, Jack. Okay. You're paying attention. Thank you. Uh, my goal was not to wrestle on this. Right. I did not want to wrestle. But like I said, I needed a main event. Before these matches were announced, I needed something that I could hang my hat on. And once the once Nick suggested that the Bucks and Jericho team, I was like, this is great. Like, it's a match. It's a six-man match. It's a draw. But it's not like I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, you know? I mean, if you were to put that on a, another show, I mean, it would sell any show out. Dude, you could sell an arena with that. Absolutely. And that was, like, once again, this is this is not, like, something I'm taking lightly. My goal for this is to make this an annual destination vacation. Right. Just like the Kiss Cruise. Because when the Kiss Cruise ends, I think, I would surmise, great word once again, they're doing another two of them, and then the, it's done. Sure. And they might still continue the kiss. I don't know what they're... I don't care. I know that I want Chris Jericho's uh, uh, wrestling, which we got to talk about the name too, uh, to okay. be to be an annual thing. So therefore, it has to be a hit right off the bat. Yeah. And I honestly think Alpha Club Bullet Club made a difference because like you said, you put that on sale at Wembley Arena, we're going to sell it out. Of course, anywhere. Because it's the first meeting of Jericho and Omega since... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. And that's one of the reasons why I did Wrestle Kingdom. I thought one of the lower reasons like this will help my crews it's yeah. one of the main reasons why i did all in right was like i can give that last minute push for the cruise and continues this year-long angle with chris and kenny yeah so name wise originally i wanted to call it the cruise of jericho and then i think another one was um the jericho cruise that yeah, works as well they didn't like that one though oh they said because people might not know who you are like we want jericho to be in on that i I mean, fair, but then at the same time, if, if they're buying it because of yeah. you. But anyway, yeah, you, okay. Do you know what they came back and told me the final name was going to be? What was that? Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Cruise. Rock and Wrestling Cruise. Yeah. I'm like, that's the most generic. It is quite generic. It doesn't have the same ring as... Nothing. So So what? how did you come up with... I wanted something that Rock Wrestling needs to be an R. Okay. I'm a big fan of uh, of triplets. In any promo that I do, I always give three examples. I love, uh, I think that's, is it an alliteration? We have three words with the same letter. Uh, yes. I think it's alliteration? Uh, yes, it is. So rock and wrestling something. If I'm wrong, but I yeah, think it is. Yeah, it's like rock and wrestling regatta was my original one. Oh, okay. And a regatta is Very like formal. A, it was very formal. It's like a, 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 like a demonstration at sea. Yes. Uh, and they were like, eh, we don't like that. And then it's like, I think I had Rock and Wrestling Rampage and Rock and Wrestling something or other. But in Canada, when someone has a party, it's either called a shaker or a rager. Uh-huh. I had a rager last week, man. It was killer. Right. So I was like, it's the Rock and Wrestling Rager. And it works. It works because it's got what I wanted, which is Rock, Wrestling, ruh, Rager, which is a party. And then a six man's caveat was they wanted it at sea. So people would understand. Rock and Wrestling Rager at sea. It's kind of long at first, but... It still rolls off the tongue. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's not like Kiss Cruise with a K. That's easy. We were still able to pronounce that during Drunkamania. We were. Yeah. And we're pronouncing it now because we're getting to well, buzz, Buzzamania no, right now. Yeah, Buzzamania. Pro Wrestling so, Tees. Uh, okay, sweet. Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> Go, oh, Jack, here's, uh, here's where we're going to the 
part in the show. Um, we still got a lot to go. But we're gonna we're gonna end this in about fifteen minutes. But okay. the part in the show where Jack gives a plug for his uh, merchandise store. Yes. So uh, because of you fine people, uh, I. Uh now have a, uh, a store on ProWrestlingTees.com uh, so please go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash I am Jack Slade and you can buy your own Drunken Mania shirt think about wow. that also really, Jack? you can uh, and if you don't know who I am Drunken Mania Drunk what Sam Drunken Mania and if you aren't sure who the fuck I am Action Schlieben Blaben who the f*** is Jack Sladen ProWrestlingTees.com slash I am Jack Slade all right, so make sure you go pick that up for Jack Slade. A little call back there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I said, man, it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's something that once again, like, like all of these things we're talking about, I just wanted it to be very focused and very uh, impactful and something that would, would continue on. So uh, we go to the special guest now with uh, DDP, who is another guy right off the bat. I booked him early on. There you go. Because, uh, you know, yoga, demonstrations, and it's such a great place to do it because you can do big group classes. Yeah, and once again, it's a WWE Hall of Famer because what the survey told them mm. was they they wanted WWE Hall of Fame guys. And the reason they said Hulk Hogan, I'm like, I, I, we can't afford Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah. And I did ask Ric Flair about it. Oh, did you? We had, yeah, we had a brief conversation and before it was a thing. Like now, next year... I'll ask Flair if he wants to go and he'll be able to say yes, no, or whatever because they'll know what it is. Yeah, right. But when I was first pitching this, no one really got it. Fair, fair. Uh, Mick Foley was a guy that... Um, who was going to do it? I can't... Someone was going to do it that, that didn't work out. Oh, I know. At one point, Jim Ross wasn't sure if he could do it. And I said, well... Oh. Who's an equivalent of Jim Ross that I could bring on that could host the Another Hall of Famer? Mick Foley. There you go. And when Jim agreed... Mick was still available, and he's doing his 20 years of Hell in the Cell. That's going to be so good. Which is good. I want to see that. Yeah, I really do. You know, there's so much activities on this. It's like, I want to be there. There's so much room for activities. Ricky Steamboat was booked from the start. I've been trying to get him for a talk as Jericho for five years, which is how long the show has been going. Wow. And I thought, a perfect way to do a live talk as Jericho with Ricky Steamboat. He was the first guy that I had the idea to do the live talk as Jericho. Um, he's been there from the start. Mysterio. I asked him once again. We know that story. Raven, once again, another guy called me that just wanted to go on the cruise. Yeah, and I'm not sure what Raven's going to do. Uh, I, I think there's a comedy thing with. I Raven. think so, but I don't know if we even have that uh, booked. I have to go. Well, it's booked now. It, it was in the schedule. It was in the schedule. I saw it. Okay, good. So Raven's doing comedy. Yeah, and whether he knows that or not, <laughs> but we, we, we should. And then, and then, let's see another one. Pat Patterson. This is so good that he's doing that. See, I got a call from Pat's guy his agent or whatever saying that Pat wants to go. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like Pat Patterson's my mentor. Yeah. Like he's, he's, I learned so much from him about the wrestling business that like, I will do whatever. What, what does Pat want to do? He, he wants to go banana. Oh, he wants to go banana. And I thought of all the stuff that he loves karaoke. He's, he's an amazing karaoke singer. Yeah. And so I thought, why don't we do Pat Patterson's karaoke? That's so good. Such a good idea. There you go. Yeah. And he was on. And it's like another guy that like it's a, it gives me a chance to give him something back. Yeah. you know, at this point, he shows up when he wants in WWE. He's still, he, they don't really listen to him, but he's still Vince's right-hand guy. Right. That taught all of us, me, Rock, Sean, Brett, Cena, like anybody that was ever any good in wrestling from, you know, 80s, 90s to mid-2000s is directly yeah. because of Pat. Uh Ellsworth, another guy that kept calling me over and over and over again to be involved. 
I'm not sure what we're going to do with him. At one point, we're going to do for his uh, mixed gender title. Intergender. Intergender title. I'm not sure if that match is happening or not. As of right now, it's not. Maybe <laughs> it will be at the cruise. He'll make it happen. And then I realized we had a lot of guys that needed some girls. Uh, SoCal Val. She's, she's really cool. I've known her for a long time. I thought she'd be great as kind of the Julie from The Love Boat, uh, which is an American TV show you might not know about, Jack. She was the cruise director. Right. She would be in charge of, like, telling you what events there are. Gotcha. Okay. And so that's why I wanted her. And, and, and you know, I needed I – needed, this, this can't all be dudes. Because one of the things that they told me at first was that we think this is going to be very male-skewed. Um, Which is a fair assumption. Fair assumption. But I knew differently. Yes. Because I told the Vassar, all the rules that you guys know about cruises are different with wrestling. Because they said usually, too, cruises go on sale, they sell out quickly, or they do what they're going to do, and then they kind of trickles down through the rest of the time. We have never stopped selling. Even tonight, we sold another couple cabins. There you go. 95% sold out. Yeah. Less than 50 cabins left. I don't have to promote this now because we're going sailing uh, this week or tomorrow, depending on when this airs. So uh, by the time you hear this, it would be all sold out? Yeah. To me, I wanted to get to 95. If we get 96, 97 for the Bonus. first year... I think that's pretty good. Do you know if anyone has ever done that? Um, I know Kiss did not sell out first year. Okay. I know Walking Dead did not sell out first year. There you go. Two major names. Major names. And we're here, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Noelle, she wanted to go on the cruise. She was coming originally as a guest. I called Mick and asked if I could advertise her. Cut a little deal for her. She'll be there hosting some stuff. Great. Another very cool chick. Melissa Santos, a total knockout. She's Brian Cage's wife. Yes. She was always coming along. Once again, advertise her. The more girls, the better. Of course. Uh, Busted Open Nation, which is Busted Open Radio. Sorry, Busted Open Radio, which is on Sirius XM five days a week. Uh, it's the biggest and best wrestling show in the world. I got them on board because I knew I'm going to get advertising. Right for a year and a half as they talk about the cruise. Yep. Right? So that's why I got them involved. Conan, keeping it 100. They were on board from the start because it's my podcast network. Well, they have to do what you say. Well, just coming aboard. It was cool to get them. And originally, Kevin Gill was supposed to be there. They fired his ass. Hurricane Helms came on board. They're, and the idea was to do a live keep it 100 versus killing the town. Uh-huh. Live debate. So we're going to get a third person for Paul, uh, Paul Lazenby and Cyrus. To face Conan, Disco Inferno, and Hurricane in a live debate. I don't know what's going to happen. It's a free-for-all, as Ted Nugent would say. And then I got a call from Pro Wrestling Tees, which is where you can buy uh, Jack Slade t-shirts and... Um, uh, and Drunkamania. Uh, Auction Schliebenschlaben, uh, Cock and Ball and Drunkamania on uh, our Reaperbahn Party 2018. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com for all Jack Slade merchandise. So I guess I should probably stop that. So they called me and asked if, if they could do uh, a sponsor, Cole Cabana and Marty DeRosa. Apparently they do, it's kind of like a mystery science theater 3000 thing where they watch bad matches. Oh, it's great. And have you seen it? Oh, I have. Tell me what it is. They basically, um, uh, what do they call it? Unprofessional wrestling. Unprofessional wrestling, wrestling yeah, show. And yeah, and they, they basically run through terrible matches. I've seen them do terrible promos, but terrible matches and they just run commentary over it. Just... It sounds like fun. I want to see it. it. It is It is genuinely hilarious because they're so good together. Right. And can I also say that uh, um, on this cruise, Pro Wrestling Tees is the official merchandise manufacturer of uh, Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling at Sea, and we thank them for all their participation and involvement. 
Um, so as we move down the line, Beyond the Darkness, another great podcast that was on the Jericho Network. They're not anymore because they uh, the fine people at Podcast One will not let them uh, leave. But they do a great job, Dave Schrader and Tim Dennis. Uh, they're going to put on some paranormal uh, talks and exhibitions of all the stuff that they know. Great. Very, very entertaining stuff. I wanted that element on here. Once again, because I love paranormal stuff. Again, it's you know, it's your cruise. It's stuff that you are interested. That's in. right. And they actually want to do something where they want to try and raise, uh, like alien spacecraft from the bottom of the ocean. Which I said to Dave, that sounds cool. But what if you actually f- do it? Yeah, insurance. Like, I'm gonna be scared to death of like aliens now are involved. Yeah, and I don't know what they want for pay. They're gonna do a run-in. I can't afford them. No, well, can't afford aliens from the planet Grimlock or whatever. Maybe that's what Ellsworth's gonna do. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I mean maybe th- he's from the planet of No Chin in the uh, <laughs> the Mars quadrant. Uh, so Fozzie is the headliner, and then as we moved along, you see Corey Taylor, um, who's a huge wrestling fan, a great friend of mine. And I asked him if he wanted to go on the cruise. He said he would think about it, whatever. I said you can do as much or as little as you want. And then a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Uh-huh. He started dating Alicia Dove who is the leader of the Cherry Bombs. Yes. Who we had signed up on the cruise. There we go. Great female dance troupe. They're awesome. Very cool stuff. Once again, I wanted more sex appeal uh, and more entertainment from the female side of things. Yes. And um, uh, it was very cool because, like I said, originally they thought it's going to be very male skewed. I said, no, a lot of girls would be going on this, and I wanted the talent to match that. It's not all guys. There's a lot of girls on it. Very talented girls. Um, well, that's it. People sort of see it a different way, but it's it's uh, you know the the way they see it is it's, it's empowering. The way I see it as well, yeah, it's empowering. It's very empowering, yeah, well, absolutely. Cause it's, all it's, of these girls, it, yeah. I mean, the, the, you know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I it's, do know it, where you're going it's, with it, yeah. it's very it's it's important to do that. Yeah, exactly. So so once once Alicia was signed, Corey agreed. So I got Corey Taylor on board. Huge name. He's doing an acoustic set. He's going to sing a couple tunes with us on the uh, on the uh, Fozzie uh, covers night. Yes. Um, and then we got Fozzie, of course. That's my band. Phil Campbell, the Bastard Sons, another guy, great friend of mine, always been involved with wrestling. Motorhead, of course, doing Triple H's theme song, The Game. That's right. Doing us a huge favor. Basically, Motorhead broke up, obviously, after Lemmy passed away. Phil started Phil Campbell, and the Bastard Sons. Three of the guys, the whole band, are literally Phil's sons. Yeah. So he's doing this cruise. And once they're again. great. They're a great rock and roll band. And that's something else I wanted. I wanted all the bands to have the same vibe of a real party band. Oh, yeah. I don't want like any, you know, like the death metal bands, or whatever. They're all fine. But I wanted party. And Phil Campbell, dude, this they are they are going to blow you away. They're great. Yeah, you, you're going to be surprised like if you think it's just going to be some sort of uh, motorhead thing. Motorhead cover yeah, band or yeah, something. Yeah, no, they it's, played, it's, I think, one Motorhead tune. Uh, yeah. yeah Ace of Spades when we saw Ace of Spades. Maybe, but, one, maybe one more. Yeah. But yeah, besides that, that's so good. Awesome, awesome stuff. And he even said, we'll play the game if you want. So they'll probably play Triple H's theme, which is cool. Uh, King, we love King, a three-piece band out of uh, out of L.A. We toured with them. They were one of the first bands that I wanted on there. Another also just killer. great rock and roll band. Uh, the Stir, another great rock and roll band who's with us. And The Stir replaced The Dives. Uh, ah. And The Dives are Evan Stanley, who is Paul's son. But I didn't book them because of that. I booked them because I really enjoyed the band. There we go. Then Evan left The Dives. And I'm like, he was the lead singer, the guitar player. There's really nothing left so we kind of said goodbye to the remnants of the dives and we brought the stir on which i think you guys are going to love the stir i know i do the stir are great great band great rock and roll band lots of fun yeah no they are they are fantastic you wouldn't believe that they're a three-piece either that's right yeah same with king yeah 
both like Eddie is a singer. He sounds like Chris Cornell. Like if Soundgarden want to continue, they could use Eddie uh, Velas from The King. Yep. And Andrew Evans from the store, dude, God, Bon Scott. Is so good. Bon Scott personified. Yes. Cherry Bombs, like I said, they're going to be on board. We love them. They're awesome. Alicia's been in uh, the Judas video and the Painless video. She blew that crazy fire in the Painless video. And then I wanted an ACDC tribute band because I love ACDC. And like I said, I can't afford the real ACDC, Jack. No, uh, and also Dad wasn't available. No, he was not. But no. he's in the real ACDC. Which, uh, true. What, am I just going to have him stand on stage and play bongos or something by himself? Pass out standing up Chris Lee Timeline. We'll do that uh, next year. Right. That'd be great. Yeah. Unless he's out with ACDC. Yeah. Uh, Shoot the Thrill. Uh, we, we just had them on our podcast. Very, very cool ladies and a great rock and roll band. I'm really excited to see Shoot the Thrill. Yes, I am as well. Uh, Blizzard of Ozzy. They came to us. I thought, what a great thing. An Aussie tribute band and an ACDC tribute band following the Paul Stanley model, which he told me, which we talked about earlier, of having the Zeppelin and the Beatles. Yep. Uh, I love Aussie and ACDC. There's our tribute bands. Maybe next year I'll get an 80s Kiss tribute band. You think there's, a, there's, think there's any such thing? Of course. There must so. be. There's got to be. Non-makeup Kiss Yeah, sure. Tribute? There okay. must be. There must be a band that at least does different, you know. Eras? Yeah. yeah. Did I ever tell you about the WrestleMania party where there was a band that uh, was an ACDC cover band and a Rolling Stones cover band? Because those are uh, Vince's favorite bands. No, but this. this so they did good. Rolling Stones for half the set and they changed costumes and did ACDC for the half the set. Were they good? I remember them being amazing. Okay. I remember no one was dancing and people wondered what the hell was going on, but I thought it was awesome. Did Vince go crazy? Uh, I'm not even sure if he was there that year. That makes sense. He just booked the band he wanted and f***ed off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave Spivak Project Speedy's one of my oldest friends best friends for 10 years <laughs> you're gonna love Speedy he's a great guy and he's uh, he's an awesome musician he's very much roots rock kind of Neil Young tragically hip cool uh, R.E.M. type stuff Dylan type stuff he, I thought he'd be great for like kind of lounges type thing yeah uh, Ribo who's another one of my childhood friends is gonna be on drums and uh, Randy from Fozzie's gonna play bass with them so you know if you're a fan of Randy which many of you are Exactly. Uh, Speedy's been on this show a couple times, and it, it, I brought him along a because he's great. He doesn't be is because you know it's my cruise. And I want my friends on it. There you go. Which is much the reason why you're going to be I was on it. That's why I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. We got a graphic for you and everything. Oh yeah. Final uh, edition of the music was Papa Buck, who did a bunch of stuff at All In That's Starcast really, uh, this weekend. Really intense. Picture. It is. That's the picture he sent to me. Wow. To use. Yeah, he looks like a very evil, crazy man. He's not. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. And he's playing, uh, he plays music. He's a great musician. He's going to be performing live with, I uh, guess, who's playing bass for him. Randy? No. Oh, do, I mean. Randy? Good call. <laughs> uh, uh, Frankie Kazarian. Really? Yes. Ah, okay. Then there's the comedy element. I wanted some great comedians. Craig Gass. Super funny. He's been on this podcast a couple times. Yep. Uh, I had a guy on that canceled. Do you know who canceled? Uh, who canceled Jim Brewer oh yes you know why uh, because he went on tour with some band yeah Metallica yeah he never even called me to tell me he just read the thing I'm like dude can you still come on the Jericho cruise he's like uh, I don't know never heard anything more about it that's fine Craig Gass came funny guy very funny Brad Williams another guy I had to, all these guys have been on talk is Jericho he's another huge wrestling fan that just wanted to be a part of it dude I think out of the three of them and they're all funny but Brad Williams is so hilarious great you're gonna love him great guy then Impractical Jokers. You ever heard of them, Jack? Uh, I have, actually. Yeah, yeah huge, because yeah. they played Wembley, uh, the O2, actually. Did they? And Madison Square Garden. I didn't even know that. That's how big they are. Wow. Uh, Q came and saw me at an autograph signing that I had in Las Vegas once. Hmm. And Sal's worn a, a Jericho shirt on their show. So they're just both genuine fans and they wanted yeah, to Yeah, they it? wanted to be involved. Cool. So they have their own ship, 
which sells out like in five minutes. Right. They're slumming it to come on the Jericho cruise because they want to be there. Are they slumming it or are they bringing their ship to the ship? What's that? Are they bringing their ship to the ship? Oh, they're, yeah, they're, actually, the yeah, they're, they're pulling up beside us. Yes. And they're, they're jumping off. They're going to invade it. They're going to invade those via comedy. Via comedy. That's yes. right. Um, so basically, that's the whole cruise lineup. And, and like we said, I mean, someone said, are you going to be adding anybody else? And I was like, I don't know who else we could possibly add. Like, there's nobody else out there that really we could add on this. You know what I mean? Like, can you think of anyone, Jack, that's uh, out there? No, no, I mean. Actually, not really, no. My yeah. question is, though, like, if this goes well, how are you going to top it? Well, I've always, I, I read a, a great quote from Zach Wild once who said um, when he did the first Pride and Glory record, they had so many great songs that someone said, why don't you say some of these songs for the next record? And he went, I might not get a next record. Sure. They all have to go on this one. Yeah. And coincidentally, there was never a second Pride and Glory record. Uh, I was the same way. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to do another one. I don't know if they're going to want to do another one. I know if this is a success financially, it, it's going to be... You know they'll be very excited and I think a little bit surprised. Yeah. I, th I think they kind of underestimated all of us. And when I say us, everyone listening to this podcast about how uh, loyal and fanatical you guys are as as, as you know uh, fans. Yes. So if it goes the way I want it to go, then yeah, next year I'll have to worry about that next year. But sure. I already have some ideas, and like I said, I've got the formula down. The first one's always the hardest. Yeah. And once you get it done and get one under your belt the rest we can figure it out we've got it um and once again i've been saying this whole it's all inclusive everything we're talking about you guys that are going you don't have to pay another dime yeah every show every every concert every live podcast alpha club bullet club every signing pictures whatever it is you don't have to pay another dime the the great thing is that i saw schedule wise is there's, there's actually not really any uh any overlap so you will no clashing. Not that I saw. Not not a massive amount. So it's a fact uh, that if, if you know, as a fan, you you will get everything. Yeah, everything. It's literally everything. Like like when we played the Kiss Cruise, we clashed against Kiss oh, wow. on the Kiss Cruise. Yeah. But that's how it goes. But my my point is, I, I think we were very like like I said, like I, it reminds me of when I got married. We put together this really great wedding, and I didn't get to enjoy much of it because you're too busy bopping around making sure everyone's okay. Saying hello. I think yeah. yes. I think everyone is going to have a great time. I might not see any of this. I want to see shoot the thrill. I want to see Dave Spivak project. I yeah. want to see the Sea of Honor tournament. You know, I want to see everything the unprofessional wrestling show whatever well there, you will be seeing some of the CM on a tournament because uh yeah because we, we're streaming it and if it falls through and we're not streaming it i apologize but as of right now we're streaming this bad boy and you know what we're gonna call it what's that chris jericho's rock and wrestling rager streaming for vengeance Ooh, thank you that was mine all right um so like i said the only thing you guys have to pay for is alcohol and gambling and if you like to drink drink a lot and if you like to gamble gamble a lot because that adds money into the profit zone yes and if we profit on this cruise that means there'll be another one exactly it sounds you know it, it's it's just it's true you know if there's a yeah, profit true. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, also ted irvin is going to be there we did a graph for him there we go Teddy irvin new york rangers legend uh he's not an official performance but he'll be around jack slade uh fozzy stage manager slightly confused englishman yes will be there uh that's basically all i've got we've put every single thing into this and um, like I said, I hope you guys have a great time. Uh, drink a lot if you drink. Gamble a lot if you gamble. If you don't do either, then just enjoy yourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And uh, come say hi. 
to when I did the Kiss Cruise, obviously I wasn't Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons, but the first night it was everyone gathered around. Sure. Second night, a few people. Third night, you're just another guy on the cruise. Yeah. And that's what I think we're going to have on this. Cool. So um, any final thoughts, Jack? Are you excited? I am very excited because I remember when you announced it, even before I was even sure about going on it, I was like, hey, uh, you know, uh, I didn't, I, 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 I never asked for anything. I was just like, hey, how do I go about going on it? You know, from the get go, I was just trying to yeah, go yeah, on this it. Even before you even worked with me uh, like this. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I knew from the get go it was going to be a, a good one for everybody. Yeah. And now I've seen it schedule wise and come to fruition. It's, everyone's going to love it. It's going it's, it's to be an amazing vacation. It's, it's, like I said, one of the best vacations you'll ever have if you like the same things that I do, and I think that we're all on the same page. I think everyone that's purchasing a ticket for this has the same yes. interest. Exactly. And actually, looking at the schedule, like you know how I roll, it's not that bad. Like During the day, it's busy, but the night, it doesn't go too late. In the morning, right. I never have to get up early. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun for me even, too. Yeah. Everyone's coming, my best friends, my family, my dad, You know, all you guys are going to be there. Everyone's got great cabins. And uh, like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks to all you guys for going and making this dream and this vision come true. And one last time, Jack, tell everybody about your Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Uh, so the fine sponsors... The, uh, the the fine sponsors uh, uh, of the Chris Jericho Rock and Rager Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea said it right that yeah. time um, they uh, I have a store with them uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash yeah right uh, dot com slash I am Jack Slade Drunken Mania shirts who the f*** is Jack Slade shirts buy them and I'll take a picture with you or take a picture with me well, yeah. you know if, if you have one of these wear it on the cruise and Jack will take a picture with you he'll be available yeah He'll be busy. I'll be busy, but you know, I'll, I'll find time. I'll yeah. find time. Jack always does time for his fans. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Ranger at Sea. We'll see you there if you're going. If you're not, uh, if we're streaming this and all of our plans worked out, check it out. And at the very least, hopefully, we'll see you next year on the second uh, annual Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Ranger at Sea. Let's go for it. Let's do it. I oh, am. Yeah. All right, thanks to Jack Slade. Check out his store at ProWrestlingTees.com and get yourself one of his uh, T-shirts, Drunkamania, uh, or who the F is Jack Slade. More Jack Slade, said no one ever. And if you're going on the cruise, you can buy him a drink and say hi to him on the ship. I think a couple of people actually got a free meet and greet with Jack Slade. I can't remember, but he will be there. He's my slightly confused uh, English assistant. And remember, if you're not going to be on the cruise, you can stream all the matches on the Fight TV app during Streaming for Vengeance, the big pay-per-view, available November 3rd at 8 p.m. exclusively on Fight TV app, okay, or fight.tv. I watched the NWA uh, 70th anniversary show on it. It's a great way to watch some cool shows. Fight.tv or the Fight TV app. You'll be able to see the entire Sea of Honor tournament and the biggest main event of the year, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. Of course, Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega, Cody, and Marty Skrull. So pre-order it now at fight.tv. Here's the first round of the Sea of Honor tournament. Bracket A, Dalton Castle versus Matt Taven. Chris Daniels versus Delirious. Marty Skrull versus Rhett Titus. Silas Young versus Flip Gordon. Bracket B, Mark Briscoe versus Will Ferrara. Adam Page versus Frankie Kazarian. Chiba versus the Beer City Bruiser. Jay Briscoe versus Kenny King. You'll see all the matches leading up to the finals, along with the biggest main event of the year, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. So be ready for that. Streaming for Vengeance, November 3rd at 8 p.m. on Fight TV. Okay, uh, coming up on Friday, 
The rock and roll returns to talk as Jericho with, with Shoot to Thrill. They're going to be on the cruise. The world's best ACDC tribute band that just happens to be all female. They're going to be performing on the cruise. Jack will be back to help me interview these uh, these cool chicks. They're awesome. Great rock and roll band. They're going to be entertaining you on the cruise. So this is Cruise Week today, talking all about Chris Jericho's rock and wrestling rager behind the scenes. And Shoot to Thrill will be here on Friday to tell you all about how they became the world's best ACDC tribute band as a bunch of killer, kick-ass rock and roll uh, chicks. So uh, rock and roll women, rock and roll girls, rock and roll children. All right, we'll see you on Friday. Get ready for the cruise last minute cabin available if you got a wild hair up your rear end and you want to go go to chrisjerichocruise.com uh, i think just the waiting list is available now but whatever who cares go give it a try uh, and we'll see you on friday and one last thing i want to give a shout out uh and all the best to roman reigns and his family obviously roman uh, announcing that he has leukemia um if anybody can beat it he's gonna beat it he's a strong dude he's a samoan of course those guys are crazy uh one of my favorite opponents in the ring and one of my favorite people out of the ring uh, i love you Oos, and i know you're gonna kill this talk is jericho alumni great great guy and um we're all in this together it's a big fight but we like fights and we love you roman uh and so thank you so much for being such a cool guy and we will be with you as you beat this disease all right Thank you, guys. Uh, get ready for the cruise if you're going. And we'll talk to you on Friday with Shoot to Thrill right here on Talk is Jericho. Hey, Jack. Before we go, you know what it's called? Was that in The Godfather? It's the Consigliere. Consigliere? Yeah, Consigliere. And that's Tom Hagen uh. is the name of the character. Uh, he's the informally adopted son of the Mafia Don Vito Corleone. He's a qualified lawyer. And the Consigliere to the Corleone uh, Mafia family. And the consigliere is a position within the leadership structure of the Mafia. Uh, it's the, uh, the, uh, the second in command to the uh, Godfather. Okay. Sounds so like a go. new t-shirt. What's that? Sounds like a new t-shirt. Which is it going to be? On, uh, well, the, you know, consigliere or something. Or oh, Jack Slade is Jericho's yeah. consigliere. Could be, yeah. No. Uh, who, who is Jericho's consigliere and it's an arrow pointing to you? Perfect. I guess I would have to wear that shirt, though. Uh, yes. Okay. And you would wear I'm Jericho's Consigliere. It's like one of those um, couple shirts. 